Welcome to the Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Arnold Segawa, Maggie Mutesi, and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Beat. It probably is our last episode of the year and very excited to bring this to you. My name is Dumi Jere and I'm coming to you from Mabane in Eswatini. With me, obviously, my co-host Maggie Mutesi coming to us from Dakar in Senegal. Maggie, how are you doing? Doing great, Dumi. How are you? How are you guys keeping from the new variant? Well, it sounds like we now have to do everything uh, that we've been uh, encouraging everyone to do for the longest time. Mask up, mm-hmm. sanitize, social distance, and hey, if you can, take multivitamins, get vaccinated if you still haven't, because sounds like this thing is still with us for a long time. On your side, how are things there? I'm doing really well. It's just really sad to see us going back to where we are months ago. It was quite impressive to see countries open up, things getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you're rejoicing, boom something else comes up and uh, do you somehow feel like the reaction towards uh, this new variant was drastic of course there's a case but cutting off the entire region I don't know I, I don't know how I feel about that so it's actually rubbing me the wrong way <laughs> well look I think my take on it is um, of course it's a virus therefore it will have mutations that's what viruses do anyway so the best way to contain would be to sort of uh, restrict movement around. However, attributing it to just one region, I think that's where I have an issue with because who knows, this thing has reportedly been spotted in Belgium, in Hong Kong, in wherever, but mm-hmm. those countries are not banned from going to Europe or America. However, Eswatini, South Africa and four others, Southern Africa, we are now banned. But hey, it is what it is. Um, we can debate on this for a while, but uh, hey, I'm very excited about the topic of today. Why? Because one, I am an entrepreneur and Maggie, you are also an entrepreneur. Our producer Fred is also an entrepreneur. So entrepreneurship is something that has been trending for the better part of the last two years. A word that we have heard a lot in these past two years has been pivot. Now it's a word It's been used a lot in the pandemic, especially in the context of entrepreneurship, adapting how business is done to fit the pandemic reality has meant that uh, companies have had to pivot, entrepreneurs have had to pivot. And entrepreneurs have been seeing new growth opportunities in that pursuit because, let's face it, the way we've been doing things for a long time has been disrupted. So, so many opportunities have popped up. So there's almost like a correlation between the pandemic, as well as a rise in entrepreneurship. And I'm excited to explore this uh, with my sister. Your side in uh, Dakar, how have you found entrepreneurship? Yeah, I can't really say Dakar. You know, we've done a lot of reports and this I did even a couple of months ago, this last year on uh, the number of people who have actually walked away from uh, jobs since the pandemic began, either because of a realization that, you know, they could provide a solution. Of course, with the pandemic or challenges like this also comes opportunities. Mm. This is where opportunities rise in terms of logistics, in terms of 
ways that you could solve things, especially make life easier for the people. And for me, I feel like that's entrepreneurship. Mm. But uh, do me. There's, of course, with the reports, there have been this rise in terms of um, employees who have lost their jobs. Some of them have been laid off. And as a result, they've had to innovate and come up with different solutions. And then there are those who have walked away, even from lucrative jobs, with uh, a lot of money. And I think last year I read a report from uh, Oxford, I don't even remember, or Brookings. A huge percentage, probably even the highest of entrepreneurs walked away from lucrative jobs, uh, you know, Wall Street jobs in the U.S., These all these jobs to go and start businesses. But I think it also has come with the need. But beyond that, it has come with fatigue. And I mean, you spend two years, let's say two years, we're going back to these things. Beyond the money, there's also productivity. In my own opinion, as an entrepreneur, I mean, this is such a hard journey. It's uh, indescribable, like you can't describe it. It's uh, really hard, but it's also fulfilling, especially when you know you're creating. I think mm. for me, the entire idea that you're creating something that is impactful is what mm. makes it more exciting. But then to monetize that or to keep it afloat or to keep it moving is always the hard part. Mm. You know, you mentioned Zoom uh, when you were speaking just now. And... Zoom emerged as, uh, call it the dominant video teleconferencing software platform during the pandemic. And before then, it had had its initial public offering in April of 2019, and they hadn't seen much growth since then. However, when the pandemic came and lots of tailwinds came their way, they managed to ride that wave. And now they've set themselves apart from competitors such as, uh, you know, your Cisco's or your WebEx, uh, or Cisco's WebEx and Microsoft. I guess thanks to their subscription model, which sort of, you know, uh, gives a user like free 45 minutes. But for me, that's actually an example of um, an entrepreneur who started a business with a vision. And yes, for a time, things were tough. However, when um, problems struck in the worldwide way of how we were communicating, they spotted an opportunity and went hard with that and now they've been growing in leaps and bounds. So that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. And I couldn't agree with you more about how hard it is. I always say that um, entrepreneurship almost needs a, a touch of defiance and stupidity in the eyes of a storm. You need a never die outlook. You need to keep going. And honestly, entrepreneurs, I think they're some of the craziest people that I know. Oh, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> entrepreneurship to clever people because you're going to get frustrated. Uh, you operate between different spaces. One moment says, okay, I've got this. Next moment, you're like, oh man, everything is falling apart. Before you know it, you're like, hey, this thing works. I love it. So it can be healthy as well from a mental perspective, having to go between these highs and lows uh, and so forth. It's certainly detrimental to our health and uh, I guess my word out there uh, would be to advise fellow entrepreneurs to continue looking after their mental state, exercise a lot, because then at least you've got somewhere to release all the tension that builds up from all of these ups and downs, the worries, the stresses, all of those things. I saw somewhere on Twitter, one guy mm. said, this is a big entrepreneur in Nigeria, and he said something which was interesting. He was like, if I had to give one advice to my child, I would tell them to work for someone. And it got me thinking. He never explained why, but it had a lot of comments below. 
and a lot of people who concurred with him, you know, at the end of the yeah. day, you'd rather work for somebody. Um, Dumi, I want to ask you, especially you've been in this for quite some time, beyond just this being hard, of course, there are a lot of people who would argue that mm. entrepreneurship also comes with character building and qualities. You can never just learn from an everyday job and stuff like that. Is that fulfillment really there? Look, being an entrepreneur, you sort of live between two extremes. Uh, on the one hand, uh, there's so much self-doubt whether you'll be able to pull off the things that you're saying you want to do. And on the other hand, you've got the self-confidence that one day you're going to build uh, the best company out there. And both of these mindsets are actually beautiful on their own. So it is very fulfilling if one is able to look past the self-doubt that comes with it at some point. And that's normal, by the way. That's very normal. I can't remember who said this, but there's a quote that said that if your dreams don't scare you, they're probably not big enough. can't remember who said it. Probably with Richard Branson or Donald Trump. But um, there's constantly all these things. But at the end of the day, it's very fulfilling. And reality is most of these innovations that we see in the world, they were an idea started by someone. Somebody had to think, well, maybe one day we could drive cars that are electric. And maybe let me pour money into a company that's going to research this and develop this. And boom, years and years and years of hard work and sweat and self-doubt and uh, all the challenges that, that he went through, we've got Tesla made by Elon Musk. There are many inventions that we could think of, even if we think of uh, the vaccines that have come. There were ideas started by fair enough scientists or researchers in the lab. However, they passed them on to the entrepreneurs who run these companies to then manufacture these things. So there's a lot of fulfillment that comes from it. And uh, my encouragement would be to not give up or not be scared in the face of possible things that may go wrong, but focus on the things that will go right. That's the only way that we can actually build more and actually come up with more. And in any case, when we look at uh, the African continent with our population likely to double, employment is not going to come from government or big corporations. Because the fourth industrial revolution is not about that. It's about smaller companies collaborating to produce big things. Therefore, we're going to need lots more entrepreneurs to start more Mm. things so that we can offer employment across the continent. And that's the only way we're going to tackle the problem of um, unemployment in our youthful population across the continent. In summing up, what advice would you give to fellow entrepreneurs out there or somebody thinking of uh, joining it? And again, don't hold back. I think I'm going to take it different, especially I think I respect and more understand people in this space, but especially women and uh, not to make women, you know, sound special. But, uh, you know, now I can imagine with the stress that comes with this, uh, somebody's mental health is actually on the verge of breaking, depending on how you handle it or or how the Mm. business grows. But there's one thing I'm learning on a daily basis, I guess every time things go south, I say one thing, we've got to keep moving. You know, if it's a, a journey, it doesn't have to stop. Then it has to keep going. Wherever it's going, we will figure out. But I've got to keep moving. And finding that motivation, mm. I think, is the hardest part because it's different from the motivation of setting goals, like I'll go to the gym, I'll do this out. This is daily affirmation or daily meditation or daily self-assurance of I've got to keep moving. And nobody really ever got anywhere by giving up or by stopping. 
uh, in the middle of the road to, you know, yeah. to think through. But the results are going to take some time. Mm-hmm. But there is consistency. Now, the consistency is you're still innovating. You're still giving your audience or giving your customers or your clients or whoever they are the services. Yeah. There is hope. Society has taught us to go through things alone. But there's so much you learn from speaking to people that are into the same space are going through what you're going through. There's more lessons, but most importantly, there is more confidence in knowing that, you know, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. So if you can find a circle of maybe four uh, fellow entrepreneurs or startups that you know you can speak to, you know, have sessions where you meet monthly, this for me has been really helpful. Yeah. Speaking to what you were talking about, um, I think uh, what I can share with you, a close colleague, a sister, a friend, everything, is that um, don't be too hard on yourself. That's one. Always constantly look at yourself as a construction site. Many days it's going to look like there's actually no progress that's being made. But one day you'll have the base. The base is now built. The foundation is now strong. A month later, the first floor uh, has been built. Sometimes it's going to rain and you're not able to work. It it doesn't mean that the building is not going to go up because fast forward two years later, you're going to see that the building is complete. So always remind yourself that, you know, it's a construction site. Yes, some days you will struggle to get out of bed because you're like, oh, this looks like I'm not making any progress. But actually, you are making lots of progress. Be kind to yourself. And um, those who are entrepreneurs and those who are Thinking of going into entrepreneurship, uh, you have all my salute and respect because this is not easy, but we keep going. There's a need for like sharp, sharp, sharp focus um, for all of us uh, in order to achieve the things that we want to achieve. And I always think of the example of a horse. Uh, Horses can actually see nearly full circle around them. So their eye can turn around and see on the side and the back and all of that, right? So if you've noticed when they are in a race, they are given blinkers uh, that cover the eyes so that the eye just continues to look straight. So they wear blinkers during racing to stop them from one, either being distracted or two, panicking when they see other horses next to them. Uh, And so as you run this race of entrepreneurship, put your blinkers on, stay focused and forget the vain, noisy display of others and just giddy up towards um, your price. And I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for this year, folks. A special thank you to everyone that has subscribed to this podcast. Everyone that has taken their 15 minutes to listen to our podcast, people that have given us feedback, um, all the critique that you give us, even if uh, you're not agreeing with some of the points that uh, we are making. Those are the kind of comments that we actually want because that is what, at the end of the day, builds healthy conversation. So please keep them coming. We can only do better uh, with constructive criticism like that. And so it's been a wonderful ride this year. And we've really enjoyed every session, every podcast that we have brought to you. And um, we are going to take a break for a bit. Uh, I guess hopefully for the month of uh, December. Uh, to recharge, recalibrate, uh, regroup and come up with uh, new ideas or new strategies and all of that. Spend time with family, spend time with loved ones. Well, assuming we can travel to meet them because at this rate, 
we're not going to be allowed to do that anyway. But still, uh, the podcast will be going on a break and we'll be back bigger, better and stronger in the year 2022. And so I would like to take this special uh, moment to wish everyone a happy festive season. And uh, please um, love, uh, continue telling the ones uh, you love that you love them. I think the world could do with a bit more love and a bit more kindness. And I did not want to end on this note, but news that is uh, uh, reaching all of us uh, this week is that uh, there's a new variant. And therefore, folks, the virus is still real. It's still within us and it's reincarnated now. So we can only expect to be with us for longer. And as I've said in previous podcasts, please continue placing a high value on life. Please continue listening to the authorities and please do not develop a casual attitude. On that note, thank you for listening to this special episode of uh, the Weekly Beat. Special thank you to my co-host Maggie. Special thanks to Arnold, uh, our other co-hosts who has been with us the whole year. A special thanks to our producer, uh, Fred, and the team behind the scenes. Uh, those that help us with our social media, everyone, and of course, to you, the loyal listeners. Please remember to visit our website, mansamedia.africa, for more news about the continent. And speaking of mansamedia.africa, please subscribe to our news, weekly newsletter called The Third Opinion, where we give you snippets of what's going on in the continent, uh, aside from what we talk about on the podcast. So. And also please follow our social media pages, Mansa Media Africa on Facebook and Mansa underscore media on Twitter. As always, please follow our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music so that you are notified whenever a new episode goes live. I am Dumi Jerry. And till the next time, here's to peace and profit. The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts, Arnold Segawa, Maggie Mutesi, and Dumi Jerry, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Mansa.